Good evening, Britta. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. How are you doing tonight? I'm fine, Sean. Thank you. I'm really excited to be on your show. Excellent, excellent. I want to um, go over a few things. You've, you were in a couple of bands prior. You have uh, a new band, not newish. You've been in for a couple of years, and you have a newer project you're in also. And you have a couple of things you've been doing on the side. But before we get into that, let's start a little bit of a musical background so people become familiar, like where you're coming from. Like, did you grow up in a musical family, instruments? Some people have, you know, families that no music. And then some people are like, they grew up in almost like, almost like a band, you know? What about you? Um, my family is not like any instrument music lover uh, at all. I think um, my parents probably listened more like to the radio and some disco music maybe. Mm -hmm. um, my older brother is actually the person who got me into being interested. Like He sparked my interest in metal music. He is um, more than 10 years older than I am. And um, he was in a school band and played bass guitar. And I was really mesmerized when I saw like him on stage for the first time. I was like, wow, that's that's so cool. I was I was a really proud little sister. So he got me like kind of kickstarted into that kind of music. But I don't have any musical background. Like I'm the first one in my family, um, at least that I can recall that I know of. Um, that's playing in bands and and producing professional musician. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Well, congratulations, <laughs> trendsetter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you love the music. So your brother was obviously into metal too. What kind of, what was it like? Uh, I didn't try to tell you a difference. I don't know. Was it Zeppelin, Sabbath-y? No, just a, a, little, um, a little more modern. Like he, he's a huge ACDC fan still like uh, up to today and um, Iron Maiden and stuff like that. So my first favorite harder band that i can recall was um yeah acdc i mean but then like i had a big love for guns and roses and um mm -hmm. i had a mixtape that i don't know it's but i think my brother made it for me and so on one side was guns and roses and on the other side i had my favorite music back then where i came from was new kids on the block so i had a split <laughs> cassette with new kids on the block on the one side and then Mr. Brownstone and stuff like that from the advertisement. That's great. On the other side. <laughs> well, and no, actually, it, that... this this behavior is, is has stayed with me. Like when I looked at my um at my you know like in the end of the year, um, Spotify and all the other platforms are giving you like what mm -hmm. you listen to the most, like your your mixtape kind of thing, and it's like it's all over the place. Like I I, if you look at my Instagram playlist, like you probably go what. <laughs> No, I think it's great. I, I myself just I just watched the the ABBA special, and then then mm -hmm. I'll get in the car. I'll listen to something totally thrash or testament. You know what I mean? You got you got to love everything. You can't just do guilty music. That's just you know, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's a thing of the past. <laughs> I'm not gonna let anybody shame me on my music. I think it's good. You know, so so obviously you are a little bit heavier than Guns N' Roses. <laughs> just <a> tad. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and, and you have a, a voice that just can tear the, the pain off a wall, which is crazy fantastic. I don't even know. I want to just like clear my throat and drink a drink something or a popsicle when I hear you sing like that. It's fantastic. How did you make the change from, did you start singing like more of a metal singer and then kind of go, go that way into the really deep vocals? Mm, I always knew that I was able to make these kind of sounds overall with mm -hmm. my voice. Like from my earliest childhood on, I can recall kind of making comic-y noises to all mm -hmm. kinds of things that I was seeing. I just wasn't aware that this would lead me into what I'm doing right now. So um, I didn't start as a singer. Like, I mean, obviously I, I like 
I like singing. I like singing a lot. Uh, but the clean singing was never really, really my thing. Um, so when I started um, singing in bands, like on a more, like when I when I would put serious work into that, I knew that it was it was going to be screaming and shouting. What I didn't know back then when I started that was that all the voices that made these sounds like most of them were men I wasn't aware of that I didn't pay attention so I found myself like oh where are all the no girls what's what's here like I wasn't aware when I started so anyhow like <laughs> no that that's great I mean I think the first person I think I heard female doing that arch enemy you know yeah or, really... or Sab Sabina from Holy yeah. Moses would probably yeah. be the first one yeah. yeah but like since since the like I feel like metal is such a good place. You can do whatever you want and just like expand your 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 creativity and spread your wings and just take off and fly. So um, it's good to see that that more girls um, are picking up instruments and and uh, yeah. singing in in different ways right now. But it's it's it was never a problem or so. That's that's really cool. And obviously, doing the vocals that you do is you know people will be like, oh shit, I can do that. No, you can't. It's hard. No, but so you could do it. But for some people, everybody goes, oh, I could do it. I just got to scream. Yeah, you scream for like three minutes and you're not, your voice will be gone and you can't maintain it. Clearly, there's more to it. Yeah, it's, sure a, it's a, a lot of training. A lot of training is required to do that. I mean, I, I teach that like half of my income. I um, half of my income pays with with teaching how to growl and scream. I'm a, I'm a shout coach. So um, I have, I don't know, I think I have like 50 students right now from all across the globe. Um, most of them online, obviously, like in a oh, pandemic, yeah. that's that's a safe bet. But um, it's it's actually not difficult to make the sounds, but it's difficult to um, use them purposefully and also like to maintain a certain level of um, consistency uh, and to go high and low and to alter between the different styles. That's it. Just mm -hmm. takes training, but I wouldn't say that it it takes more endurance than talent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine being like an hour, hour and a half, or however long the show is, and then be speaking the next day, or being at a club, or being in situations where the you know the air is not great. Normal things for your voice that make it harder, and then doing it again the next day, and doing it again. You know, yeah. that is got to be a strength training situation. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's like running a marathon. I mean, like for someone who's untrained, like it's difficult to to um, to to achieve and to maintain. But I mean, like I'm probably singing like twenty four hours a week like that. And I, I, w I have never been more fit vocal-wise than I'm now since I'm, really? since I'm teaching. Yeah, because I do it so, so often. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. So we're going to put the link. We're going to talk, you know, what we're talking about now. You're actually, so you are teaching that. And you also have, um, why don't we just start with your calendar too? Because on your merchandise page, is the merchandise, well, your website merchandise page, you yeah. also have this calendar. I, talk about this calendar. Uh, it. <laughs> So I'm I'm a vocal coach for 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 metal singers, and um, I had this idea to um, create a weekly calendar for metal vocalists with like little tips for for each week. Um, and I had this idea like for like, two years now. I wanted to do that, but I never found the time. And mm -hmm. I said, "Damn! Like I just got to take the time and make that." So um, I have a friend. We have never met in person, but like he's living in Brazil. His name is Alan, and he is an amazing illustrator. So we teamed up, and he did all the illustrations, and I did like the vocal tips and the calendar. And I mean, you can't learn obviously how to growl with no. a printed calendar, but it's just like a little reminder, like okay, here's a weekly 
task or a weekly suggestion for like a training exercise that you can do um, to maintain your shape or reach some new heights and lows whatnot and yeah it was fun to do that it was also a lot of work but um, I don't know so many people uh, bought it and now I'm having fun with it and uh, getting mad back to me and tell me like oh, that's it's, really a cute calendar yeah. I like it <laughs> it is really cute I like I'm like I should get that like I think it's a crossover it's not just vocals I think because of how it's put together it you know a lot of people would like it it's not just you know for somebody who'd be a student of yours you know the appeal is yeah. on it Yes, yes, that's true. But um, unless you're, you have a little knowledge about or a little interest in singing metal, yeah. metal kind of vocals, like it's probably, um, it's, it's a very specialized calendar, calendar for yeah. metal vocalists. It really, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good. I, I gotta give you props on that one. That's, that's, that's such a good idea. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And it's very creative. And it's also also on the page. You, it's all your vocal lessons that, you know, people can sign up and do. So we'll yeah. put the link under there for people to go check it out, obviously, to learn how to do awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. Pretty awesome. <laughs> And, you start um, on some of your heavier. So the first band that was your bigger band was probably was a Cripper. Was the first yes. probably mm-hmm. your big band. How did you guys evolve into that? I know you're saying you're, you're a smaller town. Was it likewise friends, musicians, or how? Mm, I live in a town called Hanover in Germany, and um, I mean it's it's not a small town. It's a city. Well, we have like two hundred fifty thousand something people. But as far as the metal scene, you kind of know everyone. Yeah, I get but that. That's with, what I meant. Uh, with with okay. with Cripper, it was different. Like um, I started, like I I was looking for a band to to start vocals in a band, and they put up an ad, and I didn't know them before. Um, and I auditioned for a band that they shared their rehearsal room with. Um, and the band I actually auditioned for uh, wasn't for me, but they shared the room with two guitarists, and those guitarists happened to be Christian and Jonathan from later yeah. on Cripper. So I was the third one to join the two guitarists and then we started looking for for a bass player and for a drummer and yeah started to write so you, our first songs so you, and so you, you, you actually did well in that audition then you, you got the band yeah <laughs> you know yeah, last I time. yeah like, I, I, a couple of years later um uh, the band leader of the band i auditioned for came to one of the cripper shows and he said mm-hmm. well um the reason why we couldn't like we didn't click was like your voice was so heavy and we were looking more for, for, for like a rock singer um yeah. so he was really happy that you could point me towards those two guitars and i am i was as well so yeah i started cripper before it was cripper <laughs> and you guys were together for quite a while too so you guys had some success you yeah a couple, couple albums and an ep and you know some, some 14 pop- years 14 yeah. years that is crazy yeah the feeling I got, I don't, I didn't, you know, dig, dirt. just feel like you guys probably got to a point where your band, some of you guys wanted to move forward and some of you guys just want to do different stuff. And yeah, it sounds like you guys yeah, are all still friends. You left on good a note, I mean, which is always good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, 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 have, if you ever have played in a band or, or in a, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. In a, in a group. So yeah. you probably know, like, after, after you go, I mean, we put out five albums, uh, one EP. We did several European tours. We got signed to Metal Blade and all these kinds of things that 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 came after um, a long period of where we were sleeping in the backstage area, rolled into our sleeping mm-hmm. bags, and and I don't know. There is a brotherly sisterly connection that is the band did this band as a band, but we didn't break our band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, and that, that's why so, it's interesting because you know most bands don't always do that i mean anybody can be in a band and play musicians i mean i've said you never know at your level 
but to get in a car, get in a small car with somebody for an amount of time to do all the unfun stuff. The, yeah, the hour and a half on stage is, is awesome. But the rest of the day, the, the garbage and the legal stuff and the this and the that, is, is, you know, and then stay friends with other people for that long is a true testament. And then not, that's usually where bands crack is like, if I have to sit next to this guy one more time in the van with his stinky shoes or something crazy, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. Because you know, you, 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 I know you just break down the smallest things after a while, just chips at a soul. It, so it's a real testament that you guys are still friends, you know, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we all live in the same town, in the same city, and um, see each other regularly and work on various projects, like, for example, the upcoming music video that um, I will be doing with my um, uh, current new project, Hyres, um, will be filmed by Jonathan, who is the former guitarist in Cripper. So, so we work together creatively, even though we're not um, in the band anymore. But yeah, we're kind of stuck together for life. That's good. <laughs> no, together. no, that's, that's good. <laughs> I mean, if, if you yeah. build something for all those years, it's almost like, if, you know, like getting it's like being married and like having kids and then you get divorced and you guys don't talk and, and the, neither of the people talk to their kids anymore you know like <laughs> you know yeah. you want to ha have a, a good relationship that's cool so and also so some of the guys didn't go forward but you and the bass player did mm -hmm. go forward by default we and kind of evolved into critical mess no we didn't evolve um i like okay the history in Cripper was like some of the the bands um uh, or, or one of the bands uh, guys um like he was growing more into um his family and everything right. so he didn't want to be on the road as much um i wanted um uh, so i thought okay if i if i can't go out and play so often with Cripper anymore i just look mm -hmm. for a second band so i can just play more okay so um uh, and then I got a phone call from um, from my friend Marco, and he said, "Well, you're you're um, you, can you point me to one of your students? We're looking for a new singer because our singer had to quit." And I'm like, uh, "You're still in Critical Mass, right?" And I'm like, and he was like, "Yeah." And and you're playing like death metal and like really hard death metal, and he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I'm gonna be your next singer." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> and that and, that's, <laughs> and that was the history. So like it was just like that. So I joined Critical Mass in 2016, mm -hmm. um, uh, 2016. Um, so there was like a two-year overlap between okay. the two bands. And Loma was already in Critical Mass. So we acquired Loma, Loma long before I had the idea to join Critical Mass for Kripa. And then I joined like his band. So we had two bands at the same time. And uh, yeah, the... The disbanding of Cripper or me going into that band that it doesn't have anything to do with each other so it wasn't a plan like nothing evolved into yeah. each other it's just a circumstance that we happened happened to okay. share the same bass player and singer <laughs> i just figured when i meant dissolve i felt like it was just like the band was slowing down you know yes. going to separate ways you know in a good way but you were starting to move, move on because there was an overlap in the thing but that's yeah. even okay and I think people should also check out the, everything, all the Cripper stuff, because just because you're not a band anymore, some really good albums. The it, music lives on, so yeah. It does. It does. It's, it's a really, it's just a really strong band. So I mean, it's just, it's just like an extension of who you are in Critical Mess. So you guys have a couple albums. You did. Uh, albums. Yeah, Human Prey was the first one, and Amendment Machine yeah. Man. And you have a EP, The Zombie, right? Yeah, the Zombie, zombie Apple Cover Loops. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so you have that out too right now. Yeah. 
okay. we have that out. It was okay. like we were invited to do um, to participate in a TV show, um, and we were a game in a quiz. So we covered pop songs in death metal, uh, and uh, since the last year wasn't really success, success, successful mm -hmm. on the live end uh, for a certain pandemic that's, <laughs> that's going right. around the globe. Um, we thought we'd just make the most of it and we recorded some of the songs and uh, put them on our Spotify to entertain a few people. And it was really, really fun to do that, like quite an experience. I'm really thankful that we had that opportunity to at least have one adventure as a band in, in the last year, which was yeah. otherwise pretty lame. Are you guys right now for, are, are separately writing or writing together talking about maybe a new album with this downtime, like most bands? Yeah, we meet online once a week. Um, mm -hmm. And then in small groups as two people to write together and uh, to come up with riffs. I mean, we have we have really a bunch of riffs, like really like a couple of weeks ago, we sat together and we, we listened to everything and sorted like, OK, this is garbage. This is for the next album. This is garbage. Mm -hmm. This is for the next album. And so we're working on that. Um, I must say that at the moment. I'm finishing my vocal work on with a new project, Hyres, for our first album. So I kind of, um, I am not really aware what the guys in Critical Mess are all writing right now. I try to keep to keep track because right after I finish with Hyres, the writing of the album, I will dive into the Critical yeah. Mess stuff that, and, and start writing for that. The, the lead-in actually. So let's talk about Hyres while we're talking <laughs> about it. That's a good lead-in. Yeah. <laughs> but you have another brand that you're doing yeah how did this how did this come about and where are we at with this project um this band is it doesn't a full band? is it a full band is it considered like a it's, full band it's a full is it band kind of a, yeah. a project that other guys are working on with you you know a scheduling thing it's a full band that um uh, evolved from a different band um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the band dawn of disease no not that mm. one well they're, they were also like signed to to Napalm Records, like like we are right now. Um, and um, they disbanded and formed a new band um, minus the singer. So they were looking for a singer for their new project. Mm -hmm. And I, I received an email one day um, from from the guitarist Lucas. He was like, "Well, I'm I'm having a, a little musical project in mind, and your voice um, and your whole persona would fit very well with the project. I think um, would you be interested in like having a conversation on the phone mm -hmm. and um, it all sounded very interesting so I said okay let's meet and and rehearse for a couple of times and just feel if it clicks I mean the whole band doesn't live together in the same in the same city so it takes a little planning ahead to meet yeah. because for me it's like a two-hour drive for someone else it's like a two and a half hour drive and so on so it took a while and then corona hit and then we could meet and then we met once and it clicked, and then we just started writing songs over the internet. So uh, Lucas, the guitar player, is the main songwriter. He writes all the stuff and then just sends out his his finished guitar tracks, more or less. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, drums are coming in and everything. And I just more or less get the finished track and lay my vocals uh, on it. And it's quite, it's challenging for, for two reasons. The first challenge is I have never written any melodic death stuff. <laughs> uh, it's my first melodic death metal band and uh, I must say it, it works differently I mean even though it's still in the metal genre mm -hmm. um, it feels different to write stuff on a quite melodic instrumental yeah. structure so it feels different 
also how I like the the singing strategy, the the technique that I'm using. Like it's it's dif different to critical mess, which is very good because I wouldn't want mm. to play in two bands that more or less require the same skills or have the yeah. same. Obviously, that doesn't make any sense. So no, with the same um, sound, it would, you'd also be like you're in the same band because you'd be yeah, doing exactly so like diff different songs with different people, but it's the same thing. Yeah. So 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 for me as a vocalist, it's challenging because it's new, not because it's necessarily difficult. But it's just like just a new yeah. taste to it. It's like it's like like cooking cooking a new recipe for the first time. It's um, so that's kind of like challenging. Plus the factor that we can't see each other so often and rehearse the songs. So we write the songs, every person in their own field, and then we go and record it without the song ever being played. And that's kind of weird because I feel like ah, oh, so one some one day it's like. I really love this tune. Like, it's awesome and it's all going to be great. And then the next day it's like, is it really great? Like, like I'm questioning myself. Like, is it really like the best thing for the, for the sound? And yeah, that's, uh, it's a very intense and fun experience at the moment. Are you guys going to do some gigs afterwards once this is over? Hopefully. I mean, like we are, we have a booking agency um, and they are already starting to look for tours that we can hop on as a support, but who knows when tours will be happening again. I mean, like, our critical mess tour with um, with atheist is like moving into the future for the third time now. So who knows? Like I, I hope so. Yeah, we we want to play. Want to play a lot. I, yeah, I would not yeah. probably not join a band without playing it live. I don't think so. Yeah. But. Well, just doing the internet <laughs> sounds like you're like you're like a future a future death band, future death metal band. You know, just just on the internet is kind of weird. For that kind of music too, you know. Yeah, I mean, of course, like especially the Corona phase has brought many unexpected collaborations. Um, I'm, right. I'm still having like like four more collaborations to do before, like after after the album, and it's kind of cool because um, there might be even an electro um, little thing experiment coming up uh, shortly. But I I laid down vocals for um, a very crazy. Uh, jazz track which I'd never done before and that was so much fun like I can tell you it's uh, quite a quite a quite a year <laughs> well at least yeah look, create, creatively you had some good stuff coming out too so it's that's it's good yeah you were actually and you and it looks like you've been on a couple albums to you know guest vocals on a couple albums drone and the video for that one that's a pretty cool video um in three or four other bands so you like to collaborate obviously and you like to kind of do stuff differently Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like it makes you a better musician all the time, like to work with other people and to see their approach and hear their approach on music. And it's, it's different to listen to a band and to work with the musicians who write it because every, every person has a different approach. Everyone communicates differently in, in the band. And um, that just adds to the spectrum. I mean, like I have no musical classical training in the narrower mm -hmm. sense. So I don't have, um, I, I can't express myself in notes or in sheets. Um, so whenever you're in a band, and I think many many metal bands work like that, you have your own language. Like you go like and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's it's a coded language within a band, and it varies from it varies from from band to band. So that's always interesting to sneak peek into that and see like how they communicate and what kind of yeah, language they have come up with to to express themselves to the others, and that's all, always really interesting. 
I think guitars probably hear it the most, like from vocalists. I'd be like, so this is the sound I want. And, you know, they're describing it like you describe a car sound or something. You know what I mean? To the, <laughs> to the mechanic. You're like, it goes clang, clang, clang. Like, like that, so they have to like decipher what you're doing in your head. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me of something. Do you know this? Uh, it went viral like, I don't know, a zillion years ago where uh, Killswitch Engage are on YouTube talking about their new album. Um, and they are like just uh beatboxing the whole wow. album and, and and it's that's that's kind of like not on that level but that's kind of like mm -hmm. how we communicate like something like that i'm as attending a show as much as playing like it's like therapy the, yeah the energy release i'm a very energetic person my, my mom once no, told yeah, me yeah. where you I've, i've had you batteries at a um at a young age so <laughs> now you're you still you're, you're still charged <laughs> um so th that's that's uh I've, i i i feed from it like i really need that and this is for the people to like to enjoy concerts to enjoy going to the theater to the opera house to mm -hmm. go see a movie like all these cultural social things um are very important for a healthy a yes. healthy mind uh and just to i don't know to all, you, you think mental that, mental right? mentally stable mm -hmm. and and for the people who really need that uh, maybe even for people who are alone they lose social contact over time mm -hmm. Um, and also like just like touching someone else not like romantically but like I just as, as a buddy and 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 hug and i don't know poke in a mosh pit or something like that it's it's a human interaction we, we are social animals so we need that and um after a year of almost lockdown you feel like kind of robbed of an essence as a human being and um i hope that when we get out of the end of of the tunnel and we go back into a new normal life that we won't have forgotten about the values of that because no, it's really I something agree. to cherish and to and to embrace and to like really wow okay i can't play overseas but damn i can play that 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 hot sweaty dripping bar gig downtown and i'm just gonna enjoy that and not you know yeah. like look what everything everyone else has to do. let's just be happy with what i have yeah. and thank you again uh, it's a great thing yeah. that you're doing that and enjoy your journey